Hi and welcome to Detox Talks the Detox a podcast where we talk to some of the world's finest leaders about their detox rituals and how they maintain continuity in a world of noise and chaos how they make sure that the criticism that the world puts on them doesn't affect their insight and they still continue to perform as well as they do thanks for tuning in this is Kunal Sundirmani and you are listening to Detox Talks the Detox we have Tejas Vyas on the Detox podcast Tejas heads growth and design at Big Basket, a $1 billion plus company working on the grassroots level in India of enabling a lot of households to get the freshest groceries and one of the most upcoming startups in the country right now. Welcome to the podcast. Pleasure to be here, Kunal. So Tejas, one of the things that is so different about your journey is compared to a lot of late stage executives, you joined Big Basket when it was a few months old or... Uh, before that, <laughs> uh, it was a few days old, a few weeks old, or a few months old. <laughs> and in yeah. those in those times for a startup, uh, the times are so challenging. It's very unlike now when everything is more sorted, given a billion dollar valuation and so much market traction and a proper product market fit. But in in those times when the company is really starting, the situation is so different. There's so much uncertainty and. As the oscillations go up, they come down. There are so many highs and lows. So in the midst of all that, uh, what were the detoxes you followed through those early stages of Big Basket, specifically in a high growth startup looking to become a billion dollar company that it is today? What were the detoxes you used for the early part of the journey when Big Basket was just taking off? to keep yourself calm and focused. Sure, sure Kunal. So uh, the early stages, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would attest, I think it's a very intense uh, moment for everyone. You know, it's it's chaos and not even organized, I would say. There are, uh, there are just too many things happening. Uh, there's a lot of multitasking happening. So the earliest, the earliest days of Big Basket was chaotic, was crazy. And uh, uh, what I used to be very cognizant and careful of is how do I plan my day? Uh, there would be a lot of unplanned uh, moments, uh, typical for an early stage startup. Uh, you know, the, you get calls in the middle of the day at any point in time. I remember getting calls at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., servers are down. So how do, you, how do you plan your day? So you take these breaks through the day where you completely, you know, you take a, uh, have a cup of tea, just go out and uh, just get your mind off. And uh, sometimes I would just get on a call with a friend and uh, just try to understand, uh, you know, what's going on in their lives. Uh, and uh, as much as possible, not let the the last half an hour, which was related to work, affect you. Uh, as much as I could say about the detoxing, these are very in- intense stages and, you know, it's hard to plan this out, but it is up to an individual self to ensure that uh, you take these breaks uh, else you're, you, you're just, it, it's an endless cycle of just work, work, work. And you start your day at say 7am in the morning and it ends at 10.30 and you just don't realize what happened. So uh, it's very, very important to take timely breaks and, uh, you know, um, uh, not even take calls for those 20 minutes. The world is not going to die in those 20 minutes, half an hour. Uh, and, and maybe take conscious decisions to maybe call someone or, you know, just maybe get off your phone. Just don't let the phone near you. You know, just take a quick walk uh, in a park and not let work impact you. The more you think about it, the more it keeps going, digging deeper and deeper. So before Big Basket, uh, you were uh, running another startup. 
And in the midst, when, when that startup closed doors and before you joined Big Basket, what was the process given that you'd spent four years on something and now joining a totally different vision? What was the process you went through in the midst of those few months? Yeah, Kunal. So I was completely burnt out. I would work 16 hours a day without breaks. And uh, it was just so intense. I just didn't know what to do in life. I would always, uh, I mean, I would just look a blank in the sky and I just don't know what to do next. There's nothing else. What is my, I'm standing at the crossroads of life and completely burnt out. So, uh, so, so I decided to pack my bags, uh, take this long train journey uh, from uh, the south of India in Bangalore to uh, Nepal, uh, to Kathmandu. I mean, uh, I had to cross the border, took some buses and I reached, uh, I reached this old explorer's route where there are no mobile phones, there's nothing there. It's a small hamlet called Jiri from where I started a trek. And this was a month long trek through the mountains of Nepal, right until, you know, the Everest base camp passing through one of the world's highest passes. And all I had is a backpack with me, it was a backpack with me. and uh, and I was just trying to discover myself. It was, in my view, a very spiritual uh, journey. Um, I was just trying to understand more about myself, accept the failure that had happened, accept the situation that I'm in, and look forward and re reinvigorate for a better future going forward. So uh, I spent uh, over 30 days passing through some of the most amazing landscapes. Um, you know, there were moments where there was this huge storm and I was at the edge of the precipice and, uh, you know, um, I was in a small wooden log house at the edge of the precipice and there's this huge storm and that thing would have just toppled. That log house would have just toppled down. Uh, uh, then there was another moment when a lightning just struck right behind me uh, uh, and uh, I, I just missed it by a whisker. And each of these moments, I wouldn't be talking to you right now, if I was at the right place at the right time, as I would say, right? So uh, these are moments, uh, and, and also to add that there was no mobile, mobile connectivity, no knew where I was, all they knew is I'd gone on some trek in Nepal. So I didn't even contacted anyone. It was just a journey of self-discovery. And when I came out of it, so after the month long trek, um, passing through this amazing landscape, passing through, uh, uh, you know, places where there's so less oxygen. I think I came out a lot stronger. I knew what I, what I need to do. I need to take care of myself and life. There's a lot of positivity in life. Uh, nothing ends at any point in time. People, uh, you know, I accepted failure more importantly, and I did not let anyone or anything dissuade me. I, all I have to do is learn from my mistakes, accept it and keep improving, learn for the better. And, you know, I, I call this more of a, you know, a light falling from above uh, to anyone who asked me this, what happened there? All I just tell them is, you know, this light fell on me and I, I realized what I need to do next. I know what uh, my life is all going to be all about. Wow. And then taking the shift to joining another crazy journey. <laughs> it's true that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's lovely. So, so ideally in, in that point, when, so when you join Big Basket, heading product in a tech company is probably, is most definitely one of the most important roles. <laughs> and in that process, when you joining such an integral role in a company that was so fast growing, 
throughout that process, now having gone through uh, the light <laughs> in clear Star Wars fashion, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, was there any part of you that really led you towards it? Any certain experiences constantly replayed in your mind, guiding you through uh, those periods which were ahead of you? through all those bad experiences, through all those lows, when you don't know the next day is actually there for the company, through all those times, were there any such experiences that you gained through that time that stayed with you ever since? So uh, Kunal, I think uh, the broader thought here is, I mean, I always go by this four letter word, which is uh, imbibed, embedded within me. I call it grit, right? It's grit that finally matters and it's grit of the heart and what you believe in. So my way of looking at uh, each of these experiences over the years is there there are great highs, you know, you accept it, acknowledge it, celebrate it in your own small way. I look at the lows uh, as as a learning point in my entire life. I uh, I believe my life is all about evolving into a better me. I believe I have a lot more potential than where I am today. And every, every moment is about learning. If I've, if I've already achieved something, if I've done well, that's great to know. But if I have failed in or uh, if I've not done something as well as I should, maybe let me understand what I could have done better. Accept it. I think the important part is accepting it and listen to it. You know, uh, I think the first reaction my younger, my younger me would have done is, how can you say that? You know, I don't, I don't agree with you. But the current me always says that, okay, um, okay, if this is the case, can you help me understand why the, why do you think you believe this is the case? So I'm a lot more calmer. I'm, I listen to feedback. Um, in my own view, I'm a lot more empathetic than what I was before. And with this, I'm also able to uh, take it slowly. I'm able to uh, go deeper into a particular problem, learn from it, and have a solution or an actionable out of it, Kunal. So all these experiences uh, on an ongoing basis have changed me to be a better me year on year, Kunal. <laughs> we very often talk about reviving from lows, but we do not talk as often about reviving from highs. And specifically being a part of a high growth company, there's so many highs. And one of the things that come along with these highs are moments when everyone's expecting you to come up with the next big thing. And that in itself creates so much pressure. The fact that everyone's expecting Mm -hmm. something and is expecting it to come from you, that pressure becomes so overwhelming that that is the thing that stops you from coming up with the thing which everyone is expecting. So reviving from high, so going through these points that are really amazing and then everyone's expecting something really great and then still being able to focus without floating up in the sky. So reviving from highs. So what would be your thoughts on that? Kunal, my thoughts uh, maybe uh, are very contrarian for that matter. Uh, I I believe, uh, you know, uh, that it is impossible for anyone to be constantly in these high pedestal all the time, right? Because life changes, there are moments which will, you know, it's karma. I mean, whatever you can say, you know, there will be good things that will happen to you. And maybe there there are points in time where things won't work your way. So... Uh, it is important to hence acknowledge and accept that these are good things. You know, you, you, you have an internal benchmark or a threshold that you need to be able to cater to and you need to be at least, uh, you know, be up above that to be always be able to be seen as someone 
who is for example very someone with a lot of integrity someone with a lot of uh, you know who delivers on results etc right but to have that and be perceived by the external world uh, unnecessarily puts a lot of expectation on 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 yourself so uh, at least the way i look at it is i am not here to go out and give that perception that hey i am a high performer so keep expecting this from me i will let my let my work do the talking right and uh, when my work does the talking if there are genuine failures i think because i have been so truthful and honest to everyone in the way i operate people don't in fact don't see any low as being a failure they in fact see hey you 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 have these values you work so hard so this is just something which has happened as a you know it's just a blip in the radar you know so don't worry i think you will do better next time so uh, i think at least that's the way i look at it and internally also i i'll i'll at least ensure that i pass my internal benchmarks and not put additional pressure on myself which unnecessarily creates this expectation for the external world right so i mean it's a it's a vicious cycle i say right you you keep to yourself you just do the work and let your work do the talking let the the world can definitely talk about it a lot but as long as you are truthful to yourself and you know what you are doing is right and you have the right mentors who talk to you about it i think that's all that matters of course learning from your own mistakes is a very important part of this kunal right <laughs> that's a great perspective so uh taking a shift towards something i'm really fond of that's a theory of epiphanies about these moments that you always recollect and these moments that really stay with you so throughout your journey any such experiences that you can share are uh, given that you're such a wonderful storyteller which stayed with <laughs> you and you were able to recollect you know in uh moments when you really needed them and they always stay at the back of your mind there are such uh, so so uh, one or two things definitely uh, you know come up uh, you know uh, going through my entire journey i think uh, uh, goes back to one of my um, the everest trek treks right uh, towards the end of the trek you know i was at the highest uh, peak uh, which overlooks everest and it was an it was a draining experience i was famished I, it was 24 25 days on the trot i've been trekking i have passed through the most amazing landscapes uh, through the most amazing monasteries but there was this uh, small tear uh, you know that uh, you know uh, i was I, i was a bit emotional at at the peak you know from the base camp looking at this amazing marvel uh, the the everest uh, the peak i was looking at it and this this tear drop just came out and and i think that was emotional for me i still remember that moment um, at that point in time Uh, some other moments in epiphanies uh, or moments that uh, you know uh, was uh, you know uh, very personal you know uh, the way me and my uh, my soulmate my wife you know how we met and uh, there are still those moments and how we went about our courtship etc and then playing with my cat uh, someone who's been with me for the last 7 8 years i still play with her at least every day i spend few moments with her just running around with her she still likes that a lot so these are moments that i savor uh, kunal every day <laughs> <laughs> wow that's that's a i love the story of the emotional element <laughs> i emotions are so connected and very often we forget that we look at emotions as independent to what we do to our brain and to we look at our emotions as independent to everything else and they're so connected 
very very connected uh, kunal i think it's all tied to each other you have you have your heart you have your soul and you have your brain all these are very very tightly connected somewhere in the cosmos i think this uh, equation was created <laughs> <laughs> so moving to the rapid fire round mm mm-hmm. sure kunal favorite cuisine uh, pasta who do you admire the most Sam Altman, uh, Y Combinator president, uh, one of the guys who's been amazing at uh, you know writing about startups. Uh, He's amazing, most definitely. Favorite city? Whew, tough, uh, but uh, cliche. Paris. One thing you look forward to do after the lockdown? Ah, uh, uh, maybe go out drinking with a few friends and colleagues. Uh, uh, that's the one thing that I'm missing. Uh, uh, you know, more of a social bonding. Uh, Last song you listened to? Uh, by. Uh, 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 Ophelia uh, by the Lumineers. Your favorite song? Oh, uh, uh, yesterday Beatles. Any song playing in your head right now? Oh, <laughs> nothing, nothing coming up, Kunal. Sorry. <laughs> Last song that was playing in your head. Okay, what? I I don't remember right now, uh, Kunal. Bollywood or Hollywood? Uh, I was listening to M83 post-rock genre. Yeah. Favorite day of the week and why? Friday because then you have the time to detox. <laughs> time travel or invisibility? Time travel. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Netflix or Prime? Netflix. Netflix or Disney Plus? Uh Netflix. Netflix all the way. <laughs> Favorite childhood memory? Uh going out uh, you know uh, so a bunch of us kids would uh, you know uh, uh, go out uh, late in the night and eat Chinese as at this neighborhood dhaba and So for you know every week, every Saturday we would do this as a ritual, uh, and stay over for the night, uh, you know, at one of uh, one of uh, my friends' places. And uh, I mean, this is something uh, completely etched in my memory. <laughs> Your favorite year in the past decade should be uh, closer to 2015. If you woke up in 2050, what's the first thing you would want to do? Ah, so uh, I wish uh, you know I would I learned about uh, I knew about how to plan my life a little bit better in the last five years. <laughs> Perfect, great. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was a pleasure to host you. Pleasure again, Kunal. Thanks for having me. You just heard an episode on the Detox Podcast. Do not forget to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform, whether it is Spotify or iTunes. We are there.